What does the B stand for in IHOB? Uh, Beautiful. Bookwas. Boston. Uh, budget. Two, two or three of us went with Urdu words. <laughs> I said, uh, Bache, meaning kids. International house of beautiful Bache kids. Yeah. I don't know. It's the first word. word. Thank Did you. Did you guys know that? They're changing the B in the, or the P. The I P. Hop. And they're flipping it around. They're flipping it around and changing it to a B for no reason at all. Is we this don't know for yet. temporary reasons? I or think so. Permanent? I think it's like a marketing scheme, you know, something cool and interesting but yeah maybe that maybe it's burgers maybe it's oh. international house of burgers and they're they already have like a lunch oh they do yeah maybe maybe know. they're trying to make it a specialty yeah maybe as, maybe as long as i mean the most likely thing it could be is breakfast. baklava oh yeah baklava oh, would be they're yeah. opening middle eastern chains because they have been talking like in Wait, the twitter dms sense. they have been talking like everything that starts with a p they mm-hmm. say with a b instead and that's how mm-hmm. like you know maybe the maybe ihop is like part of the bloods <laughs> like saying everything with the B, dude. I was going with the Arab gang, route. IHOP is gang <laughs> affiliated. Gang oh gang. Bring bring your gang gang. <laughs> bring the whole. That's their new slogan. Bring the gang gang. <laughs> gang gangs eat free instead of kids eat free. But I think it is a breakfast. It's got to be breakfast. It's got to be breakfast. That's what um, I said. <clears throat> well, thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of Strange Flavors. This is brought to you by I Live Theory. My name is Faraz. My name is John A.K. Summer. What? Sorry. Ew, this man has bubbles in his mouth right now. That's gross. Drinking bubble tea. My name is Amber. And uh, back on the podcast by... You already know who it is. <laughs> it's your boy. Lil Tay. Lil Tay. <laughs> it's Dewey. Lil Just Dewey. Dower's back on the podcast. AKA Lil Slew. I missed you. I missed um, you too. We, we had a, um, some good feedback with him on here. Um, You're real welcome. quick. Wow, wow. At least introduce Neha, too. She's Real off to the side. Oh, yeah. My sister's Whoa. here, too. Oh, yeah. She'll, she'll She's not in. as important as David. <laughs> it's, a, it's a post-Iftar podcast. We just mm-hmm. finished um, our twenty what 22nd day yeah. of Ramadan. Yeah. I think so. Um, and, yeah, we just, uh, we just finished our Iftar, which is the meal that we have afterwards. And now we're here to do the podcast, and it's going to be another strange exchange where we answer the questions that you guys uh, sent to us. But first... Um, if you want to reach us on social media, where a lot of you guys have been sending in your questions, we're Strange Flavors everywhere on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can email us, strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us your music there, and we'll play it between transitions. Or if you're feeling very hyped, oh you can slide in the DMs at Who's Daily on anything <laughs> that you want to. He's already started. Um, okay. So we started this morning off with some intense beef. Twitter beef. So, okay, so recently we posted this uh, video, Types of People uh, During Ramadan 2. So it was, a, it was a popular video we had last year that got like 100,000 views mm-hmm. on Facebook and, um, you know, more on YouTube and everything like that. So we made a second part. Um, it got really good feedback. It went on the Halal Memes page again, which is like um, a really big page, like for young Muslims. M- young Muslims. Yeah. Um, and so we were posting like little snippets of it. Amber posted uh, one of the parts runway rabia runway rabia she posted on twitter and got some uh people trying to come at me they yeah. called me a twat, <laughs> twat. <laughs> yeah, twat. some 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 british yeah, people twat. were uh 
Well, this one girl. Yeah. It was, she was there was like her. a part in there. It was a joke, obviously. But I was like, oh, yeah, like, should I take some of my hair out? Oh, wait, like, I don't want this guy to think I'm too Muslim. Right. And she was making fun of that character, character that type of right. person, which yeah. that's what we're doing throughout the whole video is making type uh, fun of those people. But then she decided to do that. And here's the thing. Like, we let, you know, we've been doing this for a while. And so we get hate comments and, you know, like people trying to roast us all mm-hmm. the time. And usually it's like funny or like whatever about it. But sometimes it's like there's certain people that try to use our content for their own clout. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's what that is. Because I went back on her thing. Amber, like, screenshotted and sent it to us. And I was like, you know, it's Ramadan. I don't know. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? Like, let me just see what this person is about who's, who's trying mm-hmm. to call out, right? Go on the page. And she's, using, she's quote tweeting all these other people um, and, like, just criticizing what they're doing and stuff like that and trying to build her own retweets and likes. Meanwhile, I go on her like media page or whatever, like where and, all her pictures are, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's like talking about boys and this and that, which like fine, do yeah. that. But you can't be hypocritical. It's not towards just that. boys. It was a very like gross, very yeah, so I found all gruesome. Not yeah. gruesome, but it was no, not gruesome. It, it was, was like vulgar. intimate, yeah. intimate, vulgar, very intimate pictures and it was, it was, was like, like a pornographic like, photo okay. and she was <laughs> like at my man crush monday she was at at my man crush monday like do this to me pretty much and it was the dude like nailing this girl and so, for us, like, in my savage mode. so i was like oh like after i put uh after she tweeted that i replied back so i was like i stuck for allah which means like you know god forgive me um and i was like you know sister help us to be as halal as you and then she had this there and i was like and added the screenshot yikes because yeah. you know she I was gotta, salty yeah hey man like, and it just went back and forth yeah for a while it's, but if, the funny thing is like she has like seven times uh, more followers than i do so it was lit for me like i was actually hyped from the minute she did it i was like yo like if you want to roast me on any of the content that i post like please 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 feel free to do so because i got more likes on there like because of her reposting or for her retweeting it and she only got like two likes on that tweet whereas i I got like 10 likes on my tweet because of her right people gotta know by now like you can't troll the trolls and like Mm -hmm. we are like in a sense like the videos that we make through this channel at least is like we're already like trolling ourselves Mm -hmm. and i always say this like the best thing that uh that you can do in any sort of like beef or battle or anything like that comes from Eight Mile, where Eminem literally makes fun of everything about himself, and then the other yeah. person has nothing to say back because it's like, what are you gonna do mm-hmm. yeah. besides get salty? So it's like, you know, we just gotta keep keep at it, and um, mm-hmm. you know, good luck uh, to to the girl. Uh, yeah. I wish yeah. the best for you. I would uh, strongly hope suggest if you're gonna you put get yourself your ma- man candy Monday. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> clean your Twitter. Happens. You gotta yeah. clean your Twitter. If, you, if, if you're gonna, gonna if you're gonna post stuff about that, if you're gonna call people out, you gotta be ready for the heat because mm-hmm. uh, we come back when. You know, go uh, full push a T mode. Yeah, with Frost was push a push a Frost. <laughs> push a twat. Push but, a twat. But uh, speaking of um, push a T, I was the tea. ghost tweeter. Ghost tweeter. <laughs> this guy was at work. He's like, he, he, you like stuff like twelve hours later. <laughs> yeah, because I was at work. I was on my break. And then he started liking everything. He's like, oh, I see what's going on here. Beef. But uh, yeah, this this push a T and Drake uh, beef has been going on. Um, pretty much. It started a while back. It started with like Lil Wayne and the Clips, which Pusha T is a part of this group, and Pharrell, um, and it and it's ho- sort of like the whole Young Money team versus Pusha T, and now like the Good Music team, which includes mm-hmm. Kanye. But um, what do you guys think? Like since since everything has happened, like I mean, most recently it's been uh, Pusha T made a made a sort of diss towards Drake in his album Daytona. 
Drake came back with um, Duppy, the freestyle, which like everybody was like, oh, Pusha T's over. And then Pusha T came back with the story of Adidon, which was like, he, you know, he exposed that Drake Crazy. might have a kid out there. Yeah. And the went on his producer, went on his yeah. parents. So do you guys think that Drake is still going to respond or like what? It's been a week and a who day. Took the it's L? been too long been too long I think, I think he'll do it but he, maybe he's trying yeah. to come up with something really good maybe he's like mentally having issues because he no his, like, his boy his boy uh jay prince he mm-hmm. um went on an interview and he said that uh drake actually did write down something and he he had like some serious heat back for Pusha T. but if he released it it would have like broken families and all these ties but you know that's also like people we don't know. nobody cares about Pusha T. That's that. the problem. Like you can say all these things about Drake because we all care about Drake. But there's nothing you could say about Pusha T like that that's gonna make us be like, oh snap, like to that level. Like we cared that Drake would have this son or that he's with this girl or whatever because we care. So like Pusha mm-hmm. T's never had like that type of clout that Drake does. And again, Pusha T is like that. Uh, he's trolling in a way now too, where yeah. like because he's going after the throne and Drake I think you know right now musically he's on the throne yeah. just because of all his billboard Popularity standings and everything and like that like yeah. he's on top he just is and uh, so so by Pusha T mentioning him even is already like bringing Pusha like a lot mm-hmm. more people know who Pusha T is now in the yeah. new age because Pusha T goes way back like yeah. you know all the old heads know him but mm-hmm. for the new age like everybody's like wait who's Pusha yeah, T and then now it. it's yeah. like wait a second like this guy just dissed drake like that whoa it's yeah. crazy so, so if Pusha t's been like kind of baiting all these people for a while and drake's like the only person who's took like who has taken the bait do you think it's no it's like, not, he's not the only one like little yeah. wayne you know came at him birdman came at him but like to this level but it's though? just that well their their tracks weren't that good though okay like drake his was actually like duppy was a good dispatch yeah, and also two like, birds one stone like he he fired some shots and uh you know he was like he included Kanye in there too, mm-hmm. and then that's when yeah. Pusha T was like, "All right, you want to talk about like yeah. producers, this and that." And so then he went Made after. So petty. Yeah. yeah, but um, no, I mean, I think I don't know about you guys, but like for me, it's like, you know, entertainment in general, it's a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like WWE. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no feelings. So because you're you're an entertainer at the end of the day, and all of this is in a way good publicity unless you know like somebody takes it personal and then it becomes more about like yeah. oh i'm actually kill you and this and that like that's never cool right. when it becomes like gangster yeah. but i just i don't like the idea of like people like canceling everybody like as soon as this stuff happens like people are like oh yeah drake is canceled i'm like no he's not like you guys are all gonna <laughs> no, be we're all gonna bumping to, to his still, album yeah. like don't even pretend i mean like it's it, personally I, it felt good i was like dang like drake someone i really like just got like shut down like yo that's dope but it's a rap game yeah that's what it is it's It's so exciting it's an exciting part and it's like Mm -hmm. you you know if somebody disses you you don't have to respond Mm -hmm. and then you can still make your own music you can kind of ignore it but when there is that beef back and forth like you know tupac and biggie went at it back Mm -hmm. in the day and they were still huge yeah Mm -hmm. uh 50 cent jaw rule like yeah you know all these people they've always nas jay-z like you know all these names they're still big and like they figure it out afterwards. Now Meek Mill and Drake are cool. Like that was a whole thing back in the day. Right, yeah. So it's like it's fun, but I don't I don't know. Like I feel like you know saying something like oh there was lines that were crossed. I don't know if that's a thing really. Yeah. yeah. Because At when because you're if you're if you're agreeing to like be in this beef, then it's like kind of everything's Everything. on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the biggest L uh, goes to ASAP Rocky in this. Wow. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah. Because he, dropped, he his dropped his album, album at the right, same time. Yeah. Oh, that, that all this was going all on. All that stuff happened. So there's like so many memes of him like watching outside the window. So he got nothing like, out of it. Thing. But like okay. his album wasn't even that good. I don't think. I don't know about you guys. 
Um, Nav also came out the same time. Oh yeah. Nav's Reckless album, but that was pretty good. Yeah. So I think I uh, and uh, and Kanye recently came out with his album, which there was oh. a lot of mixed reviews on it, but I thought it was it's beautiful, amazing. I yeah. don't know. It was like I didn't listen to it. Yet. You gotta be in the mood. It gets you in the mood. No, I said you gotta be in the right mood oh. for it. Yeah, you. I don't think you really liked it that much. You gotta be as insane as him to enjoy. I just thought the production was amazing. That was uh, good. His features were dope, and yeah. it was just like so raw. Like yeah, he's just yeah. saying exactly what he wants. He came at people like Russell Simmons. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest lines in there was like, uh, "Russell, Russell trying to pray for me, because for me too." Yeah, and then he goes, and then "Russell trying to pray for me too." I'm gonna pray for Russell because he got yeah, me tooed. Yeah, I was like, yo, because Russell Russell Simmons had that uh, scandal yeah. come out, but it was uh, it was some funny stuff. But yeah, so like last week we actually um, went to this event, and Faras and Neha actually won a peaceful award. Oh peace yeah, award. that was oh, cool. That's what you wanted to bring. Up. I wanted yeah. to highlight that. Yeah, because yeah, it's an awesome thing. It was from the yeah. United Nations, yeah. which is really cool. I mean, it was like it's like a. Uh, a piece inducting into basically for doing things that are like humanitarian like yeah and yeah. i think that's really cool thank you guys um Shout i mean out. it was it was really it was really cool and they came. but thank yeah thank you guys yeah. for coming you, you know like it's always the people that are supporting you and everything like that that keep you uh driven but uh you know i i do want to say that like it's at the end of the day as noble and you know honoring as it is it's like there are tons and tons of people out there that don't get an award like this mm -hmm. that are doing a lot more work than us mm -hmm. um and they all deserve if not more like you know something yeah. some sort of recognition and I, like of course it feels good to get recognized for something like that but um uh, at the same time it's like i'm aware that you know people like us we have this influence mm -hmm. and so uh it was very it was very um humbling that we were the youngest ones there there were right, a yeah. few other people that won them and they were all you know like in their 30s 40s um even 50s and uh then there's us who are you know in our 20s and to know that uh we're being even like our whole squad was like we were like the youngest ones there everybody right. else was pretty old um even the main speaker guy was like oh yeah i was most worried about my speech with you guys because you guys are yeah, like the sharpest here yeah. and like all that type and that's of always stuff. nice when when people recognize the youth yeah right uh, to sort of pass on the torch and like know that because mm -hmm. a lot of people i think nowadays are like you know yeah, we're, they don't know anything or we're screwed yeah. because these kids are eating tide pods and this and that but it's like <laughs> no look at like you know the good work that people are doing and, yeah. and i think if anything you know all of this exposure to the internet and everything is making us all smarter and more aware and yeah you know we've had guests on here that are younger than us that we were even like wow this is incredible that like this is where the heads are right now yeah mm -hmm. um and another cool thing about that was that um whenever we go to things like this uh and and our squad is very cool because everybody's very open-minded that like you know somebody will be like yo there's an event happening here let's all go and everybody's down for it nobody's like oh what's the food gonna be like except Bauer, he's always like <laughs> what's the food gonna be like very important <laughs> But, um, you know, meeting people is always the coolest thing. You never know the opportunity that you get through that. And at our table, we had somebody very cool. His name was like oh, yeah. Larry. Uh, Larry, Mr. Larry. Uncle Larry. Um, he's, Shout out Uncle Larry. He's, a, uh, he's an editor. He's a writer over at the, uh, the Washington Post and a, uh, and, um, a very well-known one. Washington Times, sorry. Um, and uh, he like impressed us a lot because... Um, he comes off as, you know, obviously like an older white man. Mm -hmm. And then he's sort of very like engaged in our culture. He wants yeah. to know about us. Mm -hmm. His guest he brought was 
um, from Senegal, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a guy named Muhammad, he was like about our age. His brother uh, Mustafa is going out for the Lakers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it, and then his wife was uh, Japanese. Japanese, yeah. yeah. And there, she had made Pakistani food. Yeah, for that event. She so she wasn't the cook, but she was helping serve it. Yeah, but I right, think okay. the people that made it were Japanese. They were yeah. they, they were like Asian, not Eastern Asian. Okay, East Asian. But like, can we talk about their like marriage story really quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, he's this like older white man, and we, I was like, okay, like you know, let's just ask him like how he met his wife or like how they got married or whatever. So I was like, you know, how'd you meet him? And he was like, yeah. So we went to an event and it was arranged and like. A guy literally pointed at him and he pointed at the wife and with they're like, you closed. two. Yeah, with his eyes closed and was like, you two. And like for us, like as... It was re- a reverend, just so yeah. we know that it was a, it was like a Christian uh, yeah, like type of thing. They had credibility. And so, you know, then they went into a room and talked and then decided upon themselves. But, you know, for us, like arranged marriage isn't a big, like a big deal, kind of. Like it, we're kind of used to that concept. Yeah. But that's um, like but, more arranged. But this was more arranged than what we know. Yeah. And it was an old white dude doing it like you know i mean like obviously he was young when he did it It was like 30 years ago but it was crazy that like that was his story too and he has like five children and when i asked him like well how did that work he was like oh like you do it for god like you do Mm. it for a higher purpose we get married for a higher purpose which oddly enough a lot of the theme of that event had to do with marriage and like stuff like that and just the beauty behind like you know making things work and not not like anything else where it's like you know coming from completely different worlds mm-hmm. because for all we know like they were from completely different worlds Most of. but um you know he was he was a very interesting person yeah mm-hmm. glad we met him and um he has a book where he talks he uh writes um to his younger self mm-hmm. and uh i'm gonna actually link that in the description of this if you guys want to check it out a very very cool and interesting person so um yeah please go check that out oh you got the book oh, got okay it? so my nice. sister actually bought the book so nice. i will be reading that after you're done gotta check that out but yeah, um, so in happened? other recent news, um, have you guys heard of the show like Roseanne or like know of the person? Oh, yeah. 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 So she had like a revival show, like she had a hit back in like 1980s with a sitcom and they brought it back like this year and it was doing really well. I think it like like a remake co- uh, continuation okay. of like her past show uh-huh. and it was doing really well on TV. Like it had one of the highest numbers charts, like ratings really good. And she had some racist tweets. Uh, of callings, uh, I forgot who, but she called that girl like a monkey or whatever, just like racist remarks and whatnot. So the tweet said, um, "The Brotherhood of Islam plus oh, yeah. um, monkey Planet something of Planet, Planet of the, of the Apes, Apes equals," and it was like one of these people who worked for Obama's administration. Oh yeah, yeah. it was just like a very racist tweet. Yeah, and they canceled her whole show. Yeah. She also, I mean, on the show, I believe there was like some episode where she had uh, Middle Eastern neighbors, mm. and um, they she thought in the episode that you know they were like dangerous or whatever, and then at the end of it they find out that they're not. But people had a problem with that as well, mm-hmm. and they said that she's been getting away with things like that for a while. Yeah. She said that she was on Ambien when she tweeted that, which doesn't matter. Like you can blame it on whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. The funny sp- thing is, racist comes out in an easier way. Like, did you guys see with that? So the funny thing is the company that made that medicine also tweeted out that one of our side effects is not racism oh yeah that's good that's good yeah you know what i always um think about it in this way is like okay so roseanne is one person she she made this mistake uh you know she'll get under fire whatever but But our whole 
the whole show. The cat I know, but, on the but, cat but at the end of the day, she'll, yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. at the end of the day, she'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Because she has money. She has yeah. whatever. She's like she has a name for herself. And there's still gonna be other uh, racist, older white people that are gonna be like, yo, like you, they're they don't want you anyways. Come yeah. on. Fox will call her and be like, yo, come on. Yeah. Like, you got us, yeah. or we got you. But everybody else that worked on the show that was a part of that, yeah, that sucks for them. It does. Because even if like you know they didn't they knew something was going on or whatever like this is the thing about hollywood is that sometimes just for an opportunity just to at least like make it get your foot in the door sometimes we hear about all these me too movement things and everything Mm -hmm. like that uh sometimes it sucks but like these people like they can't even open their mouths about something like that and now like you know their careers may have been shattered in some way if there's if there's people that weren't even known and this was their foot in the door and now like that's taken away but i mean i think it's still I guess a step in the right direction maybe if there was like a different way but I feel like there was no other way because you need Roseanne for a Roseanne Mm -hmm. TV show but I mean it shows that like a lot of people were getting away with it the past like how many decades Mm -hmm. and finally now they're just like president (laughs) now it's just like you know finally like you got to be careful with what you say because you know yeah um in other TV news um did you guys hear that uh, Miss America, the pageant, they're actually taking away um, the swimsuit uh, part and the gown and everything like that? No way. Um, and actually, we... Um, the gown. The, like the, the night, what is it, nightgown or something like that? I, I don't know. But um, uh, that's why actually we have our, my sister here because uh, she's competed in a pageant before and we wanted to get your take on it. So. We got Miss Pakistan. Why don't you come over? over here. Uh, Let's go. Round of um, applause. Yeah, while you set yourself up, scoot over here. Uh, so yeah, like um, uh, Neha actually competed in. Whoa, call me Appa. Appa, they gotta be professional <laughs> on the podcast. Okay, my sister I'm competed in this uh, contestant Neha Ame okay. in the uh, Miss America pageant. Um, Miss Pakistan. What? Miss, sorry, dude, you were there. <laughs> Miss Pakistan pageant uh, that went on in uh, Virginia. It's Miss Pakistan USA. Right? Miss yeah. Pakistan yeah. USA. Oh pageant my god. That went on Unreal. In, he doesn't even know what I am. Wow. That's in, okay. Um, Just in kidding. Virginia, and uh, that was your first time doing something like that. It was kind of Ever. out of your comfort zone. For sure. But uh, you thought that it would have a good influence and everything like that. And they didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, a swimsuit or yeah. anything like that. That so. was actually the first question anyone, including my own dad, asked me. Like, uh, is there going to be a swimsuit? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, because like that's what it's known for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I think the immediate backlash we have with something like this from a lot of people is like are you kidding me miss america isn't going to have the swimsuit part like they don't want to judge the main thing is they don't want to judge on physical appearance and there's a lot of people out there that are like well then what are you supposed to judge on right mm-hmm. right that's and I, and I get that i think yeah um and actually like when we were having a discussion at home mm-hmm. i was like i don't really like why don't they just shut the whole competition down if yeah. that's not going to be a thing i mean I, that's not so originally when it first started miss america it was actually a swimsuit competition to begin with okay oh, um okay. yeah so just to give a little backstory, basically what they did is they took out the entire swimsuit portion um, and then also the evening wear part. Um, they said that now you're able to, you can continue wearing an evening gown if you want, but it's not limited to just that. Like if you want to show up in like pantsuit, whatever. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, whatever it is that you feel most confident in, you're allowed to wear that. Um, so, then, like- so then like, okay, what... Is, is the premise of Miss America not about the beauty? So now they're even changing it from the word pageant to a competition. 
So it's the Miss America competition. And I heard actually that next year they're even changing the name to like human something. Like it's no longer, like it's major changes. Um, And the major changes stemmed from the Me Too movement, number one. Now this organization is led by a female and the entire board is female. So Mm. this is a decision that they've decided to make. Um, And like, I think for me personally, like in the beginning, like I was also shocked like I was in the middle because I've grown up watching this too and it's just like oh beauty competition whatever but I really had to like go back and be like well what do we define as beauty like clearly this pageant is just like outward beauty and like but then it's a pageant for anybody or a competition I mean mean, you still have to have prerequisites like you know this is for women think about it like this it's a brand ambassador this is a job Mm. that you are getting as somebody who's going out there and being a social influence. Mm. And so it's not just like any oh, girl yeah. that's gonna just get that up just and- just looks good in a swimsuit. Right, exactly. Like be. you still have to be like presentable. And just like you have to go well, to Well, before an when they answer those questions, I would always be like laughing at the question uh, part. Cause right. like sometimes they would ask them like a question like, oh, if you could, uh, you know, put this much money into saving the environment what would you do and they'd be like world you know, peace save the <laughs> penguins the, save the penguins yeah. like the Oldest random show. stuff but like but, Neha you won Miss Perfect and Miss Intelligent and that had to do with questions that were absolutely. based on it and yeah. like less about appearance so yeah. I feel like if you move towards that direction of yeah. you know making it about the person and right. being a good person versus yeah. oh you look pretty and mm-hmm. shiny I exactly. feel like that's saying something about us moving forward in yeah. America. Here's, well. here's my question with it, though: is is there something wrong with having a beauty contest? Well, I think, I think to a certain like, degree, like physical, yeah. physical beauty. Yeah, because I think so. maybe for Miss America, I think at least it, for it, representing Miss America, you don't, you shouldn't have to be like the prettiest and shiniest. Okay. Yeah. Also, that's be, not something that you can help. And right. it, you know, you're born a certain height. You're yeah. born a certain way, and like that's not inclusive to all people saying like right. look at imagine like how many girls look up to this stuff and yeah. like but then they think can't you say that for like you know a basketball player that um you know we're not all uh six five and and built that strong and skilled at basketball well, but they have well, talent then you, can, you, you, they can, have you talent. can go to like a bodybuilder competition yeah. and like all these other competitions that are made and but you can have look these, good for a beauty contest? that's fine for a beauty that's contest fine. do but your that's, makeup right no no mm-hmm. that's fine but that's not all that it's the premises of what they're gonna now use that time as is to question these women like uh tell us about your accomplishments like tell us what you're gonna do with this title and then now they're awarding them scholarships rather than okay. makeup products and oh. things like that like they're actually yeah. uh giving them back money to go to school and education also um, like a lot of people blindly just would like look used to look at like women as this you know just object object, object and for now sure. it'll push us in sort of that direction like you know oh, okay. I, I think it's like, super cool that america is doing this because yeah. america is viewed as a superpower right yeah um and for girls like us brown girls like i'm not gonna lie when i watch this stuff as growing muslims, up muslims not because indian girls can still if they're Hindu or something like that. No, no, yeah, I know, but I'm talking even my experience. I don't know how many girls share it, but I'm sure a lot of, like, girls, you know, in general share this, that when we watch stuff like this, you don't feel included. Oh, no. You're like, oh, that must be nice, but, like, you're not part of that because it's like, I'm never going to get to be an actress, anything, because I have to do things that I'm not okay with. They also do crazy stuff, like throw up, just so they can keep, like, a terrible figure. So it's like now... 
Bro, women, we was throwing up for wrestling too. <laughs> so now True. it's like women are going to be spending more time thinking of, of their opinions on certain topics rather than spending every single day on a treadmill trying to like throw up and fit into this bikini all that. So it's a bigger like movement than that. Right. Um, so like, I, okay. I applaud that because, yeah, and I'm really excited to see like the the population that it's going to attract now like yeah. i'm excited mm-hmm. to see it being inclusive yeah, I think we have to, to see multiple what, what ends up happening yeah. with it to really get it yeah and, um, and to see like the girls that now will be able to compete i still think right. they'll do like an amazing job picking the yeah. contestants or whatever so, and can like, i say the swimsuit part was never the highest rating part it was the talent portion of every ooh. pageant that was the highest because oh, people really? were interested to see Fire. what girls can do like what's their talent swimsuit was never the highest and one. if you think about it, swimsuit is kind of just a way to be like let's see your body shape yeah. because you can't just be like oh yeah come out in like a bra and underwear like right. the swimsuit section is literally just to be like okay well how fit is your body like yeah like you can be confident walking out mm-hmm. dressed fully just as much right so it's just like it's how you carry yourself more than anything else and i think it's a really awesome direction that it's headed i'm excited to see the patch as long as yeah. steve harvey doesn't bring Steve back Um, but yeah let us know what you guys think about that because I think this is going to be an ongoing topic that a lot of people are going to butt heads on but um, Appa thank you for weighing in on that I think that That was was very insightful insightful Mm -hmm. and I think you know just by seeing by being at that one pageant that you know we didn't have the swimsuit Mm -hmm. part or anything like that like we enjoyed ourselves and it was like we saw some really talented beautiful smart women up there that we were like very proud to call um, somebody who might be a, a representative of, of uh, Pakistan in the USA. Yeah. And so that was cool. Um, yeah, let's uh, bring it back to Dawar as David. he is still watching the Cavs and Warriors game over here. What's the update? Um, Are they winning? <laughs> Golden State's up 96-95. Three minutes left. All right, now we'll answer some of the questions that you guys uh, sent us. Uh, we'll start at the top and just go down the list and we'll keep it kind of brief so that we can try to get through all of them. And thank you guys for sending these in. Yeah, like, thank you, thank you guys you. went ham on these. Yeah. All right, first one comes from Article Vogue uh, via IG. She says, how do you relax after a hard day of work? We'll start easy. Okay, how do you relax after a hard day of work? Um, usually like YouTube or a movie yeah. or video games, something. YouTube, definitely. Mm. I have a rotation, so. <laughs> this, man, this man relaxes <laughs> this, this question work, was for before me. work, after work. So first you start off on YouTube, go through your subscriptions. How many videos? however many you're subscribed to you just watch all of them for the day bro this is not a, this is not an exaggeration by the way he does this yeah facts and then Fortnite. no no oh netflix. an app and then for, netflix netflix nap. you watch, watch netflix after you watch youtube videos no, no it goes youtube nap netflix nap Fortnite, nap or sleep getting the rotation wrong and eat oh, oh and eat sorry <laughs> don't forget that eat out. you gotta you can't you gotta eat you gotta actually f- actually she also asked another question it says question for who's david uh uh, where the f did you did the salute walk come from huh. that's a good question <laughs> he invented this infamous it's it's by the way what is it shimmer you put it in your vlogs a lot he okay so basically he's like kind of crouched and mm-hmm. he's going from leg to leg with his fingers pointing like kind of like a bhangra dance and like the indian dance and um he's well, kind of like saying. while he's twiddling his fingers and uh, he's, what is he saying? Hello, Sluties. Hello, Sluties. He's just saying random things. Yeah. So it's like an infamous walk. Why is this a question? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys should check it out. Uh, Great Mariam question. on IG says, what's your favorite desi food? Ooh, favorite desi food. This I one's really not like my sag. question. I like... Ew. Ew. I love sog. That's gross. What are you doing? Really? My, you guys need to try options. my mom's sog. My mom's sog's lit. Sog is like... Uh, 
like I like sub manure. It just sounds like, like a cow manure. Sog, like, sog no, just sounds like a swamp. It's literally spinach. It's spinach. <laughs> swamp. Yeah, swamp. It, it looks like a swamp, swamp bro. No, sog is swamp. spinach, and my mom's spinach is lit. Sog if I'm going by my mom's food, milk. I'm going with bindi, which is okra. Oh, I don't okra like okra and chicken. All right, Shimmer, you got one. Um, I'm gonna go with biryani. Biryani, you got one or no? He's like uh, five guys. Five guys. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like chicken tikka kebab and naan. That's it. Oh, that's oh good. beef gray too. Oh, he likes Sorry. naan a lot. Naan's good. All right. Oh, we got naan is nonsense, bro. We got Ian thirty three on IG says Cavs versus Golden State. Who's winning? Okay, that oh, one. Golden State Golden is State. just overpowered. I'm going with the Cavs definitely. It's, they're gonna win today. No, what, what's not. the score now? It's ninety six ninety five. You don't like LeBron? Golden oh, they're State's gonna, up. They're gonna come through. LeBron is the tank. He's got the whole team on his back right now, and it's just unfair. Shout what's out those possums. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with myself. Uh, Sabah Rahman, what's up, Sabah? The winner of our last contest hey, uh, hey, on hey, IG Sabah, says, good? "What's the secret? Be- <laughs> oh my God! Secret behind becoming a protein shake." All right. All <laughs> these are directed towards protein you. Protein shake. Shake. Number one, protein is number one. Then shake is two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, that's your secret. Yeah. That's it. All right. We got Shivani on IG says, "Did you guys know you wanted to be in the entertainment, entertainment or media?" Social media industry. Anyone you guys looked up to that had a huge impact on who you wanted to become? Did I you guys knew, always know that you wanted to do this? I knew I wanted to do it. I didn't know if I could achieve it. So yeah. I didn't really, oh, wow. I didn't really like fully do that. I, like I had my mind kind of like filled with things that I could do while I do this on the side mm. versus now where I'm like, okay, well, I want to focus more of my attention on this and things otherwise I can do on the side. Mm. Yeah. Okay. For me it was like, yeah, I've always envisioned myself being like something that I could. I just didn't know how I was gonna do it or like be in entertainment. But it's something that I've always wanted to do. So I was gonna do it regardless, like on the side or whatever I would do. But yeah. yeah. As far as the influence, I think um for me at least it was um a lot this new wave of uh people that we saw maybe like a few years ago, um, including like Casey Neistat and mm. all these sort of younger people that were making money off of Instagram just by posting pictures, getting their followers up, and then YouTube monetizing their stuff. They were using these brands and products, and, and then they started being in, you know, Superwoman is a huge example of this. She got movie roles, and, you know, she started meeting with her celebrity idols, like The yeah. Rock, um, and it became this whole thing where it's like, whoa, this is a career possibility, right. and it's actually yeah. a bigger career than anything else that you could do through school at the moment. Right. Yeah. And so I think that was like a huge. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think like when I, I think most of us, when we were starting, we didn't even like think of it like that. For and, sure. And then yeah. it just like came in. We're just like, wait, wait, what? Like. And by the way, we're not even at that level right yeah, now. Not, like not to, even at all. We still do it straight out of passion. passion we, still, we all have like, you know, uh, schooling and side jobs and things like that, that we're still uh, having to balance. But, you know, just having that sort of, uh, you know, the people that have done it already there is kind of like reassuring that this is this is definitely a and way step in the right direction for and, sure yeah. yeah okay thank you for sending that in uh sadia what's up sadia so Yo, is the hook up the plug scott on snapchat says what movie or show do you recommend to watch on netflix black mirror i recently just finished it <sighs> crazy so again it's a very sort of like it's like rotations bro. raw okay. show it's it, yeah it's like if you know if the future technology how mm-hmm. it would impact us sociologically and psychologically in a bad way or in a good way too but like okay. realistically okay even the title itself it's like black mirror is that what so you say like too a, you watch you've watched everything on netflix yeah i would recommend that show like number over one over anything you, what are you watching one. right now 
The Flash. The, no, no, the other one that. Thirteen Reasons. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. Also, recommend. second season with a school shooter. Is it? No, no. Yeah, oh, don't spoil it. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I don't watch Bro. Netflix. That's the know. last. Yeah, we're not going. But like, um, okay. If we're talking about like in general, like a long term one, I'm rewatching Gossip Girl. So that. But if you want to watch something more Trash. real, like documentary wise, there's a reasons. there's one called um, Girls Imprisoned or something. Just like oh, I've seen that about like girls like under like like i think they're age 15 to 17 and like they kind of go through their stories and like kind of how they ended up there and it's like i don't know like 12 episodes long and it was like really interesting but if you're not about the whole documentary life here's the entertainment um you can watch let's see 13 reasons (laughs) stranger things if you're into like the whole superhero thing the flash the punisher luke cage all of those are but super But I'd say good. 13 Reasons Why as well, sorry. Yeah, 13 Reasons. I don't really watch Netflix, but uh, I watch Atlanta, and that's like... Ooh, that's mm, a good show. That's a good one, that's a good one if you're... Uh, it's it's kind of like it's very nothing, weird. nothing really happens, yeah. but it's like it's it's a cool chill one to have on in the background. That's when I always watched it. And uh, it's it, visually, it's really strong. Mm. Um, and Stories like a YouTube... Sto- it's like a whole YouTube video. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And it's Donald Glover, uh, Childish Gambino, who um, produces it, and he stars in it. And it's, it's a really cool uh, show. Um, okay, so this is a longer one. Let's see. Uh, this person asked to be anonymous. Okay, so this person is asking, there's many Desi parents who don't allow their kids, to, uh, kids the freedom to pursue the field that they want. There's too many cases of girls getting pressure to get married off if they don't pursue a STEM field. Their reasoning being money, security, uh, both job-wise and being a Muslim in America, as we can be a target of discrimination and prestige. What advice would you give to the parents to persuade them to open their minds up more? Phew! That's a long, long question. So this wow. is advice to the parents for all of that. Amber, why don't you um, sort of answer this, the pressure of the girls part? Like, I think that um, in some ways or another, through extended family and through immediate family, like I can definitely understand that there's a lot of pressure not only to get married, but you know to do things in a certain way. And to be honest, um, if you're Muslim, if not, like, regardless, like, through religion, if that's something that your family backs, you can always remind your family about what it is that is your role, like, you know, not to be pressured to do anything, to allow your daughters to um, do what they want to slash need to, and that to force anything upon you is wrong. But also, just honestly, the thing that I have been able to become most open with my parents is being very honest. And it's something that I've had to build with them through a few over a few years to the point where they're like, okay, either I need to accept what she's saying or, you know, regardless, like we're not going to be on the same page. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of like obviously like through your teenager years, you kind of have to fight through it with your parents a little bit. And everybody, every teenager fights with their parents, um, especially girls. So I think that um, honestly, it's about building a better foundation and better communication with your parents so that they understand you when you say when you do and do not want to do things and it's getting to a point where we can get there and so they can understand what you're trying to say and what you're trying to do cool yeah interesting uh all right oh hetham on snapchat says which fictional character do you feel has inspired you throughout your lives a fictional character hmm so I'm gonna go with Spider-Man, um, just because I've been watching him since I was like young, mm-hmm. and like he has this whole like superhero life. Like it's hard; he has to save the city or whatever. But at the same time, he has to like hide all that 
and be like a normal like kid and like he has to go through school and he still gets bullied even though he's this superhero but he still has to act like he's like a nerd or whatever just so he never gets revealed so it's kind of like you know you i feel a connection with that it's just like you still have to you, you have this big ambition you're doing these big things but you still have to you know like kind of be humble about it and like just that's a good one because he's like what's his motto like with great power comes, comes great, responsibility. great responsibility and like even though his you know father figure passed away like he's still very positive and always like and he's humble yeah because he doesn't like have to show off that oh yeah like i'm spider-man I'm like Spider-Man. He, could, he could say that at any time but yeah. he doesn't but he still lets the bullies like bully him or whatever yeah that's true you got one mine would probably be uh it's not cartoon it's uh step up moose from step up he's a dancer yeah he was like my inspiration because like in the film like he's just has like he's like seen as like the goofy guy but like he's when he when he gets on the dance floor like you know like he's always at the center and he just kills it every single time like like he's goofy but when (laughs) then when he like dances it's like it's like, that's the reason why I started dancing because of Moose. Oh, I thought like, you were gonna say that's the reason why I'm goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Moose. I don't know if I have a fictional Adam character. Style. Maybe I have an I have like an alter ego that I've always. F boy. That's the most no, it's not, F boy no, 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 thing not ever. Mine, no. Not mine. Not my alter ego. <laughs> not mine. Not like, mine. Not yeah, my, I don't really like fictional characters. It's myself. No, no. My alter ego. Somebody else's alter ego. I look up ego. to myself. Somebody else's alter ego. I was gonna say. I have a fictional character in my head. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say Slim Shady like Eminem's alter okay. ego. Uh, I I don't know if that counts as fiction, but I feel like that's a way for him to uh, to uh, make people laugh, uh, but also tell the truth in a lot of like his savagery. So like Slim Shady is like this mode that came out this alter ego that came out of Eminem that like he was um, on a lot of drugs at the time and everything, and he just kind of like went at anybody and every like everything all the corruption going on, all the celebrity drama and everything. And he just told it like it was, and yeah. he didn't care. And that was like his slim shady mode. And I feel like throughout, um, I've always really uh, like held that to myself too. Like there's, you know, in, in the real slim shady, the song he says, there's a slim shady in all of us. And I've always like thought that like, okay, I always have a slim shady in me where it's like a lot of like what we do with this trolling stuff, like parody stuff and all that. It's like, you know, yeah, we're we're like making fun of things and we're having a laugh and all that, but there is a lot of truth behind what yeah. we say and do. Yeah. And we're calling out a lot of like corrupted uh, mentalities and things like that, whether it yeah. be through this, um, parents or whatever. Humorful ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like when somebody can see that, when they can, because uh, comedy is like one of the greatest pull. Uh, if you just said, you know, the way that things are, how they are, yeah. it's like nobody's really gonna listen. Yeah. But you make people laugh, um, and then they see it and they're like, wait a second, like that's actually yeah. there's some truth in that. Mm-hmm. And I think in comedy, it's always that like yeah. there's always a little truth behind. A lot, always a you know, truth. everything that Dave Chappelle says, yeah, it's always a story behind it, where mm-hmm. he's coming from. Yeah. And that's why people relate to it or like really pick up on it a lot. It's like yeah. it makes them laugh because it's like, you know, they forget about the realities of yeah. what's going on so. i just wish he still did slim shady a lot more often yeah he tried to bring <laughs> it back with his uh marshall mathers lp2 album but it wasn't it's not the same slim yeah, shady same. get back on the drugs then <laughs> just kidding don't do drugs Whoa. that's bad uh amber do you have one or yeah i mean all the things that were coming in my head they were all just basically like strong female roles like you that's guys fine. they're all basically like that's it like there's just a whole bunch of them possible 
Kim Possible is the one I was Ooh, thinking Kim about. Kim Possible is a yo yeah. so like That was strong. one of the first like girly cartoons that were out that weren't putting a stereotypical girl yeah. in pink in like a dress with oh, yeah, a bow. And, and the super villain was very, a female like, too. You know, it's like very it's like yeah. Kim Possible. Like it yeah. can happen. That Ron Ron and, was a beta character. Yeah, Friend zone. Yeah. Friend and then <laughs> And there was like, the naked, and then I was naked like, mole I had rat. Moana in my head, and then I was like, okay, well, if it doesn't have to be a cartoon, so basically all of them are just like strong female roles, and you guys probably know just by like observing me that like I, that's just like how I am. I just well, that is love. like that's you know what you see, what you're like inspired by. You see maybe a little bit of yourself in, and you're like, okay, it's possible. Like yeah. that's what the influence it's comes from. Impossible. So for oh, Bauer, no. it's the naked mole rat in Impossible. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly <laughs> who he turned out to be. Okay, this comes from Amelia Reddy on IG. Says, "What were some of the challenges as a kid growing up, Muslim or Pakistani? Like kids making fun of your food, etc. Lots of love from North Carolina. You guys make me and my friends laugh so much. XOXO. Thank you, Amelia. Appreciate that. Uh, challenges growing up being either Muslim or Pakistani. I don't. Ooh, wanna... I have one. Go ahead. So I'm still pretty insecure about it today. Like I got Uh-oh. made fun. Like uh, so like." Pakistanis in general, like uh, men, have like a lot of hair on their bodies, and I got like bullied for that like a lot in school. So I like that's one of the major reasons why I don't wear like shorts or anything anymore. Like especially in like middle school when it was like gym class and stuff, I would wear like super high tube socks because like I didn't want to like I got made fun of for like having hairy legs and stuff. But like now I own it. It's like pretty cozy because it keeps you <laughs> warm in the it keeps you warm in the winter and stuff. Shout out. Also, like when you get like you know when you're younger, and you're like the scrawny desi kid that has a stash already at age twelve, <laughs> and, and then you're hairy. It's like all the hair that you have is only on those twiggy arms. Right. When you get older, you can you know start going to the gym and everything spreads out a little bit, and then you know people are like, yo, that's hot. Yeah. yeah. Now hair is like attractive. Now I'm trying to get some hair. <laughs> I don't want to keep like bringing the same thing but like yeah like my whole life I was bullied so like a lot of its basis was because I was brown and Muslim but I like slowly started changing things that like everybody would kind of bother me about so like whether it was my clothes well I was trying to buy the nicest clothes and like if it was my hair I was trying to make my hair all pretty and then I was like oh it's my glasses so I got contacts so like there were everything I was basically insecure about everything until I kind of just eventually became a people pleaser and come just try to be as cute as possible so this is probably not a very good example what do you mean like that you think you're still to... like I think that like it like definitely like you you shaped me got to own up to it or what I think it like ended up making me constantly want to be as like good as I possibly could in every aspect so that people could stop like bullying me about those things like okay if you're gonna bully me about this well I'm gonna get this done like as soon as people started bullying me about like breathing heavy even I like went to the doctor and I was like give me my nose surgery right now like I want to breathe normally this and that like and then when it was like oh well like you know like she's a nerd this whatever like take my glasses off give me those contacts or like oh like you know she's brown she's a unibrow mom can I get my eyebrows threaded like let's do this so like I feel like I constantly kept trying to change it until I became a version of myself that I was like okay well now you can't say anything to me but I can't say it was like the best way to go about it I mean what what you what that can sort of do is that you know that was a way for you to finally fit in mm-hmm. and once you're in by fitting in finally by people the people that you know that may have bullied you finally accepting you now you can 
use your power in that role in that environment to uh uplift those that are in the position that you started with most definitely you know what i mean like now that you're looked at as one of them one of the one of the Mm -hmm. cool people now you can be like hey by the way I'm in here and I'm going to let everybody know that it doesn't matter. Right. Like you're not going to be bullying those people. And so. I feel like I do that with that every chance that Definitely I get. Definitely, you do. And that's that's awesome. That's why we uh, keep you around. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. It's Aji on IG says, what's the funniest thing that has ever happened while you were shooting a YouTube video? P.S. I love y'all's videos so much that make me really happy. Thanks, Aji. In Thank the you. recent Types of People in Ramadan Great video, depth. there was a scene where Shamir sharted. Oh, like, yeah. And it took us an that hour. That wasn't even funny. It was like <laughs> it these wasn't even kids the kept on laughing. It took us, and mind you, we had to record this on two different days because we lost the footage from the first day that we did it. So two separate hours separately, I had to deal with these three kids. Three? Laughing. It was just them okay, two. Okay, fine. <laughs> Ross and Shamir sitting on the couch being laughing about sharding. And the notice fun- how no one, no one commented <laughs> the, about that The funniest that thing is that like we did this video and we were like really hungry and it took us like an hour to just do like, you know, 30 seconds, right? And we we're just laughing every time because it's just a funny scene. Like I'm basically, I ate something and it was really bad for my stomach and I'm like, guys, what's that noise? And then like, I'm just like, it, it, every, the whole screen rumbles and I just like explode from the rear end <laughs> very well put and then it every time every time like i exploded from the rear end we all laughed and we just couldn't hold it in and the oh whole point God. was to hold it in, make it awkward and the funny thing is we filmed all that and we lost the footage and we had to redo that scene and it took us just as long it just took as us long just as long i and think <sighs> the, i think the funniest thing was um one time we were shooting a video out in the snow and uh shamir and Dawar, i made them like uh throw snow at each other and they were in like they were wearing like barely anything it was like 12 degrees outside that's not even funny and i was like okay okay now now i'll do this now run now sprint really fast here and i'll let me get this drone shot and then throw the snow at each other and they were freezing and we had like they're so mad gloves gloves on (laughs) right so funny and then frost is like take the gloves off take the gloves off it doesn't look good in the video and we're like all right just give us like a little more heat he's like no no no, hurry up we have to go the sun is setting setting setting. (laughs) and so we just did like 30 minutes like of freezing cold i literally thought my arms were gonna fall off like good times, good off. times. I okay. think every shoot has something funny though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, this we have is a good time. Shoot. Good time. Anonymous, anonymous one. It says question for Frosty. Since you came to the USA from Pakistan, what were the biggest challenges you faced society-wise moving to this country? There's discrimination of Pakistani Americans and Pakistani immigrants. A handful of uh, Paki Americans don't want to befriend Pakistani immigrants as they see them as too fobby slash backwards, especially since the USA can be understood as very liberal compared to Pakistan. What would you guys say to help erase the divide? Okay, well, my brother is also in the same boat. The funniest thing was, while you were reading that, I just remind me of Ahmad. Oh, really? (laughs) Because you... Okay, yeah, so that's a good example, actually. So uh, I went to school in Pakistan, and we had to speak English there. So, um, And a lot of my family spoke English, so it was never a problem about the English thing as much as it was about, like, the cultural differences. Um, so we actually adopted pretty quickly. My brother was, like, pretty much, you know, here the whole time as a baby. Um, but Emma, who is, you know, somebody who's in a lot of our videos, he uh, came over a little later, and he was, like, very fobby. He had, like, a little accent. The first time we ever met him, he was like, Hey, I like your rug. And he showed me the snake documentary. He's like, oh, yeah, I like this snake does this. And it was just making me mad. And as a kid, like, you know, 
being fobby is the worst thing. Yeah. So, yo, this kid has an accent. Like, what mm-hmm. is he doing here? He smells bad. Whatever. And so, um, you know, the thing is that as kids, kids will be kids. It's very hard to avoid that. Yeah. But as you grow older, and I found this is like the more cultures you become aware of, especially here in America, it's like, hold up. We have one of the most vibrant cultures. We have so much going on. So why am I afraid to be this? Yeah. Why? Like, how am I going to not show? Like, because the thing is that when, when your white friends, black friends, whatever would come over or like, you know, see something, they would immediately question every single thing in your house. Yeah. And you're like, wait, why are they like doing this? Like, is that not normal? Yeah. And they thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. And it's like, if they think it's cool, then why, why are we so shy from it? And I think that that's a lesson that we can kind of all, as we grow older, is that, um, just learning to appreciate ourselves and being confident in in our own skin and in that way making it okay for other people to be exactly who they are because when somebody comes over like there's a lot of people that you meet in college that are uh, transfer students um, from other countries it's not even just they see people but from China and Japan and wherever and they're often a little bit shy at the beginning they're like you know um, they you can hear the accent in them and they're not talking as much but then Everybody else, by the time you're in college, you're like, hold up, like this is different than me. Yeah. Wait, tell me about China. Tell me about Japan. Tell yeah. me about India. Whatever. Like, you know, what are you like? What's your experiences? And and then you learn and grow with each other. So, yeah. I think that's 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 a hard step that we all have to sort of like get past. But I think also like you know, nowadays, like different too with the internet and everything. I think like a lot of younger kids are accepting of different cultures. Mm-hmm. I think like in high school, it wasn't as like cool. Yeah. But like college, like it's all cool. Like, Especially because we know people. Yeah. across the world that are famous on the internet and yeah. we're okay with that yeah and before you just wouldn't have that exposure yeah so uh, like a little mini example is like i would never be caught like in a prom dress that's like a desi dress but now i wish i was in high school like in this era i'd yeah. be rocking oh, like, like, like dropped like in like the nicest jeweled up sorry like i would that's be dope. so fly at prom but like i couldn't do that yeah but, Boy, I had all my Gora friends and black friends in shalwar kameezes in high school. He did. That's true. Really? That's yeah. true. That's awesome. Yeah, they did it for Toga Day. Toga yeah. <laughs> Day. All right. Damur Hussein on IG says, what did each of you pursue after high school other than Ronopono? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I pursued Ronopono in college, actually. I took the full time. Yeah, none of us, none of us pursued Ronopono. It's just a thing that happened. Uh, you guys love it. And that's why we keep it going. Um, but w- other than Ronopono, what did everybody uh, pursue? I pursued electrical engineering. Um, I did early childhood education, and I'm still doing that right now. And then I'm also doing business administration with a specialization in entrepreneurship. I did uh, journalism and uh, media. I did mass communications. And, and focus uh, in advertising. Focus in advertising. And, and Netflix. Uh, and by the way, he doesn't do enough advertising for us. Just putting that out there. Come on, Mr. Right. I'm PR department. <laughs> Reed Roberts on Snapchat says, the true question is, who's got the greatest hair? Oh, wow. Oh, no. See, the thing is, like... Dower has the best leg hair. Facts. <laughs> you guys all have amazing hair, though. All three of you. Okay, so when we went to play... Like, here. Like, you don't have good hair. <laughs> Hop out of here. When we went to playlist, I'm freaking Fabio like, that was like here. the compliment that us three yeah. got was that like they're like, oh, all three of you guys have cool hair. I don't know. Our, our, I think our hair is like our cool thing. Isn't that what we said the other week? Yeah, you guys have it's hair. It's either Amber or Frost. I can't 
decide no, what to do. Nah, dude, your hair right now, Masha, it's very majestic. Yeah, it's a look, bro. I never like my own hair. I just like tried random things. You've been getting the most compliments recently about your hair, dude. Yeah, this is like the best hair you've had in right. Really? Yeah. yeah, this is my favorite hair you've ever. I was had. about to cut it. No. Nah, like don't. I'm about to cut it soon. No, nah, don't. It, it looks good. Short. Don't. I like it. This and when you shaved it on the sides. Oh. But I yeah. don't pay attention. I just like I just have it long because it's easy for me. Having short hair is so hard. I uh, please do not never cut your. I'm hair. telling you, like for guys, especially yeah, when it grows I, I don't as fast as fast as it does, for me at least, like my hair grows so fast. I used to get haircuts every two weeks. In like high school and were like, you getting like helmet haircuts? Helmet haircuts. Like isn't it like super super? No, no, I would do like you know. I mean, he would do the his bed hair. He would do the nice. f boy hawk. His like he doesn't have to do anything. Does hair will look nice? Yeah. Like for me, Ross I have to. Nice I have hair. to do stuff to my hair. Like, no, but hair even dry. when you just put a hat on and like you just take that. But hat I hair dry. Like if I don't hair dry, it's like a bush. Really? I'll, that, I think you should hot. rub it. I'll come in. Let me see that. Yo, send me send me a snap. Okay. Send me a little snappy. XZ Khan on IG says. What social stigma do you all believe brown society needs to get over? Social stigma. Oh, my God. Everything. Ooh, so much. A lot. Big Wait. major pet peeves. Wait, please. <laughs> Wait. Can you talk about, like, the aunties and uncles in the competition? Because that, that's the... That's a good one. Oh, yeah. with, with their children? Let's talk or, about that. Yeah, so. No, just like, brown so, mentality oh, overall. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's so to toxic. be honest, I think, like, a lot of it is good. At the same time, it is very toxic. What's the good part about it? Well, in, competition. I think competition is beautiful. Um, sometimes they can push it in the wrong directions, but the mentality still pushes us in a very intelligent direction. I think they could do it much different, but that comp- competitive mentality. I, I think it depends is. person by person on how they take yeah. it. For for people like us, I think you and I agree on this. Where like, you know, our experiences made us right. Yeah. So uh, it it could be the worst thing in the world, but for me at least, or maybe you. It's going to be, I'm going to treat it positively because I'm like, okay, I am who I am mm. today. Yeah. I'm hard-headed and whatever else because, like, you know, um, I had these experiences. But yeah. not everybody is able true. to, you know, we all have different uh, meters. And, true, true. and some of us have uh, psychological, you know, problems and health concerns. And so it's, it's everybody takes it differently and is affected by it differently. And, and, you know, there is also, like, emotional abuse there's yeah. physical abuse, yeah. right. pressure. And so that, like, that's something that I can't say that, you know, like, uh, I can understand or something yeah, yeah. Um, as, as much as another person. So if somebody went through, like, extreme emotional or physical abuse, like, I'm just not capable of understanding that. And, mm-hmm. and you're completely right for not wanting that competitive nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, like, a little mini story, if I can. My dad's friend, he asked me, he's like, oh, like, where are you pursuing your... Like, what are you pursuing a degree? And I was like, business administration with a specialization in entrepreneurship, like I just said. Um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, where from? I was like, oh, University of Baltimore. And he like kind of like checked out. And then he waited till I kind of stopped explaining. And he comes back and he's like, yeah, I mean, I only think that business degrees are valid from the University of Maryland College Park. Mm. And just kind of like belittle. And then he just kind of started talking about his own kids. So he kind of just like stood in front of me, like told me that my degree means absolutely nothing and how his kids are much better. And I feel like by doing that, he's trying to kind of like, I feel like sometimes aunties and uncles will do that to make their own kids look good because it's like an ego thing. But in the way they kind of like shut other people down, like, Honestly, I didn't care. I just stopped talking to that uncle as much. Yeah. And I had the ability to kind of withstand it. But it's a rude thing to be like, 
you know, yeah. your degree means nothing. Sure. You should and have been like, did I say business administration? I'm a failure, uncle. I'm a failure. <laughs> just give them what they wanted that's, to hear anyway. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's some BS. I think wait for me was a huge thing. Wait? Yeah, oh, that's was, what you were saying. I thought yeah. you were telling us to wait. Oh, no. So like <laughs> physical weight. Physical weight. Like it's, it's, for some reason, it's very healthy to be very fat because I think naturally. But not too fat. Yeah. Because naturally, I think uh, most brown people are like very thin. Um, and so like being when you're fat, you're considered very healthy. And so, yeah, see, know. so that's something that like, you know, you're saying that 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 had a toll yeah. on you. But for like, for me, that like that There's was always like nothing. a joke. Yeah. So, yeah, we all take things differently. There's a lot of things that uh, we could talk about on that so subject. Many. But, yeah, you know, I'm excited for the future as long as everybody recognizes these problems. Let's not do that to our kids. Or, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it in a healthy way, in healthy right. competition, like Shami was saying. Avneeth uh, says on IG, celebrity crushes. By the way, love the Ramadan video. It was hilarious. Ooh. Thank you. Um, uh, celebrity crushes. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez over here. <laughs> what a Shout out. Notice me one day. She was getting roasted because she was apparently supposed to play in a Marvel yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. She got roasted. Leave her alone, guys. <laughs> Thanks. And um, you guys... I don't, it's weird, but I don't have any girl celebrity crushes. I only have guys celebrity yeah, you crushes. Have like Zane. No, you like Margot. Margot? Margot no, Margot Robbie. Robbie. I mean, I, oh, Margot Robbie's cool. Jennifer choice. Lawrence is she's okay. awesome. But they're not like... Mad respect. I don't know. Maybe it's that like... You like Stove. What's her name? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig? Yeah, she's yeah, funny. She's funny too. But uh, like Shia LaBeouf, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> all dudes. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, all that testosterone. Testosterone. <laughs> Thanos. I'd say, Thanos. I'd say Miley Cyrus. Nah. Yeah. Really? Are yeah. you kidding me? No. I'm Do you like Hannah Montana? Yeah, I love Hannah, Hannah, Montana. Montana. Hannah Montana. No, Hannah Montana was a good show, but like, how is <laughs> Miley Cyrus your crush, bro? Dude, she's just like so open and she's like supporting. <laughs> a little too open. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. She can close them sometimes. Her? She's closed them on the last album. Bro, she's like, <laughs> it's too much. She literally puts like no, body parts on stage. But that wasn't her. It was for she has the floaties. It was, it was a phase mom. She has yeah, the floaties. Also, of, she's not like that anymore. She yeah. changed now. Oh, she changed again. I'm sure yeah. she'll go back, but she'll come back again. Yeah. Like she has those periods where she'll go and come back, but it's overall it's for a good cause. I don't have Yikes. any like physically attractive celebrity crushes, but like if we're talking about like who like you know it's Hasan Minaj and Trevor Noah, you know. But, and like, Trevor Noah. Yeah. So just the Daily Show. Any anybody on the Daily You're Show? You're a Daily Show no. sleuth. <laughs> daily no. Show sleuth. I just see the thing is I don't have like <laughs> physically attractive crushes. It's like the person yeah, and like I what mean, they that's say. That's what I, that's what I mean when I say yeah. that. Yeah, that's what I mean. So want. like those two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. Huh? He did the F. Oh, and like if we're talking about like for real, for like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> be honest. All right, we'll close off with one uh, last one since we're out of time here. Uh, Maha XO on IG says, "How does it feel knowing that so many people are looking up to you and supporting your content? Also, love you guys to bits, but I love Amber the most. She's too oh, cool for us all." Wow! Stop, Maha. I love no. you. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> that was a beautiful well, message. That's the all end. the time we have. Today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do you how do you guys feel that so many people are looking up to you? Grateful. Start. Let's all go down. Just start over there. He wants to say something really bad. Clearly, oh, he wants to save it for the end. I'm, I'm Thanos. I think it's really cool because I get a lot of like like little girls, like high school, early college girls, like hitting me up. Like, it's not little at all. I mean, little compared to me. I'm 23, so like they're like between the ages of like 14 to like 21. 
Okay, so like they're little. Okay, so not little. Okay, but like to me, like that's like I like want to love all of them and give them all hugs and like I don't know, like I just want to love all of them. So for me, when they message me, I'm like, like actually responding to them and like when they ask for advice, I'll like actually give advice and they'll be like surprised by like even getting a response and I'm like, I I I love you. Like why wouldn't I want to talk to you? Like if you support me, like I'm already supporting you because like you're a cool person like everybody should support everybody be happy world peace eh. everybody <laughs> should support everybody you lost me on that one <laughs> i was just trying to drive it home Go some ahead, of us trump. don't have great ideas <laughs> <laughs> but hey trump yeah. do your but thing like like dua she recently sent us that book she oh yeah shout out shout out dua yeah dua uh, hamad and she like wrote this book and she kind of like she was like messaging for a few months and kind of saying you know talking about random topics and then she sent her book and she wrote, published this book when she was in high school and, and it was it's a year what it's ago. about it's about it's basically about her kind of coming to terms with the pakistani american experience identity and identity confusion and it goes from like confusion of like arriving to a new land to dealing with it to then um dealing with it on the world aspect and kind of i'm linking this in the description too so two yeah. books for you guys if you want to check out these two books they're uh, good reads they're yeah. both gonna be in the description it was it was just like uh, it was a short poetry book but it was a very like good concisive book yeah. all right shimmer what's that influence like concisive, concisive. the snailies the, <laughs> the vlog game snailies is awesome because i mean the from, like sometimes like I won't be too much active on social media and then when I create something then I like post it and sometimes I forget like about how many people are watching or whatever mm -hmm. and some people will like message me like yo when's the next vlog or when's the next this or when's the next that and I'm, I sometimes forget and so it's just really exciting that like whoa people actually like care about mm -hmm. weird stuff that I make but the fact that people support it and think it's like funny I'm, it's just really awesome and I really like I can't believe that and I'm really mm -hmm. grateful for that and I hope that somebody ins gets inspired the fact that like me who's that weird like another weirdo can do something cool mm. with w whatever creative thing they can do go ahead so. weirdos. all right i was gonna say it's just like reassuring to like be a creative and like just see like people uh like positive aspect well, why don't is know. everybody laughing oh. when stop, david stop, talks stop. Well, no like it. i was not relating to that hard oh. no no keep going please please that was really good. Go i was gonna laugh but she started laughing I am kind of tired. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Messing up so much. Okay, no, anyway, uh, it's, like, reassuring from time to time because it kind of sucks. Like, sometimes it's, like, oh, is this, like, the right avenue for me? Because, like, not a lot of people are doing this, especially for, like, brown culture. So, I like, I especially how we were talking about, like, the competition before and stuff. Like, I genuinely believe in, like, even if you don't support someone's content, you should always still tell them to like keep going because some of the best people have came from being complete trash in the beginning but they had at least that one person that told them like yo keep working like you'll get there one day and that's the people that have blown up the most so like it's cool to see that and maybe like that's the position we'll be in one day to further influence somebody else to keep going as well wow nice somebody Good give this man an award yeah, Incredible. peace award. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at you guys that when you guys were getting the yeah, award. Yeah, shout out my like, siblings oh. for making me look so bad. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how I got a peace award when I should have gotten an instigator. Instigator. Honestly. In instigator I, ambassador. I'm peace award. I'm number two. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we appreciate we'll end you with guys. Her right there. 
Stop. What's wrong with you? We appreciate everybody sending in your questions um, and listening to this podcast. Yeah, thank you. All the time. Um, These were great questions. Yeah. yeah. Good question. Good job. Yeah, and always feel free to send us more. Yeah, send thoughts. more David ones. And you can, <laughs> you can uh, remain anonymous if you'd like. Uh, and you can, you know you can send us to our email or whatever. Um, okay, thank you guys. That's been another Strange Exchange, and it has been another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Oh, wow. Peace out, gang gang. <laughs> Keep shining. Do another week, another flavor, a little less stranger. What? Another week. Another week, another less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Bye, people. <laughs>